As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Traveling for one of the big conference tourneys in Nashville or Minneapolis this March? Do yourself a favor. Stay at Graduate Hotels, Bridgestone Arena, Target Center. Their hotels are close to both tournament venues. So why would you stay anywhere else? I love staying at the Nashville location, and I'll be at the Minneapolis location for the Big Ten Championship. And if you're one of my listeners, you can save 30% off with the promo code DUG. That's DUG, D-O-U-G. Good at any Graduate Hotels location, up to 30% off. How do you do it? Really simple. Book today at graduatehotels.com. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. What up with you, Doug Gottlieb Show? Fox Sports Radio coming to you from the Tyrat.com studios. Tyrat.com. Over 10,000 recommended installers. Fast free shipping, free road hazard protection over... Over 10,000 different recommended stars. That's crazy. Direct.com. Sweet tire buying should be. Welcome in. Um, we got a lot to get to. I hope you enjoyed that Mike Gundy interview. Man, he, he was, he's in a good place. And it's, it's interesting, right? Like, it's real coaching. And I hope people understand that what I'm trying to, what I'm trying to get to, I'm trying to let you in on, is um, I, I actually think this is like a real thing in what we should be doing. We don't do it as broadcasters. And I'm not criticizing anyone in particular. I'm saying we just don't do... We don't actually show people the why. You know? We tell people the what. Well, this team is falling apart, or this team is good, or this team is bad, or whatever. But it's the why, or the how. And the NIL thing is really interesting. Really interesting. Because... There's kind of a very, very modestly proposed or accepted rules, but then it's how do you apply it? There's no salary cap, but there is a limitation on spending school to school based upon what their collective has. There's also, and this is super important, that again, while there's no salary cap, there's just the reasonable nature of Hey, man, these are college kids, and we go from, there's no doubt people were getting uh, getting extra benefits. Some kids were getting paid to now, whether it's real or not, the idea that guys are being paid absorbent sums of money and others are not. 
So there's a bunch of different ways to do it. You know, some, when they say they refuse to do NIL, they just, whatever the bare minimum is, and they, they want kind of the old school way of, hey, man, if you come here, you're coming about other stuff. But then how do you get a, how do you keep a talented kid from transferring out? Do you offer him the moon and the sun or do you offer him some sort of consistency? You know, do you pay walk-ons? Do walk-ons get a small amount? Do they get this Oklahoma State again based upon what Mike Gundy said and what I've heard like their general plan is everybody gets this kind of base thing to so that they have a whole program of guys that are generally fine, taken care of, they got a little money in their pocket and they just they don't have to worry about it. they go play football and then the stars can hopefully, you know, again, this I'm just using his words, can be compensated a rate commensurate with whatever they end up doing. Well, I mean, it's a great challenge, right? You have a running back who last year he had one game over 100 yards as a freshman. This year he leads the country in rushing. So he's got one more year of college football. Any running, running back's going to go as soon as they can go. And he will be drafted. I don't know how high. So it's the, hey, do we do we pay him a bunch? Or do we try and get him to the level that we, we build on loyalty? And I just, again, I think it's our job to show you what's really going on in college athletics, what's really going on in the NBA, what's really going on in the NFL, what's really, right, the, the reality to it. Some choose to simply react. Some do the hot takey stuff. It was a lot like, you know, I, I caught heat for telling people like the Lamar Jackson thing. And I, again, Lamar Jackson's been better as a pro than anybody thought he could be. Even the Ravens, who passed on him once in the first round before drafting uh, drafting him in, in the first round. But the, the other part to it, and this is really, really, I, I cannot emphasize enough its level of importance. Okay? Can't emphasize it enough. Which is um, that, like, Lamar Jackson asking for five years guaranteed and people actually having a discussion, like, inside NFL circles, it was a non-starter. Right, that's the real stuff. That's our real job there. Speaking of real jobs, it does lead us to the Midway. This is a new beat for the Midway? It's a new open for the Midway? The Midway. There we go. Uh, Jay Stu, what's the Midway? The Midway is the middle of the day, middle of the week, middle of the show. What do you got? Today, I kind of want to have the discussion uh, based on an exchange that Jason Kidd had with a Dallas Mavs reporter. I think his name's Tim McMahon. Um, in case you missed it, the uh, exchange went this way. Sometimes it goes in, sometimes it doesn't. Um, but we learn from it, and I think they've answered that question um, from day one. Um, as you just mentioned, they're one of the best, if not the best, in clutch time. But that was a big, big thing you guys wanted to make a big deal about last year. But you're not making a big deal about it this year. It's going good, right? So write some positive. I just asked you a question. And I'm giving you a an answer <laughs> like I'm t- you guys you know there's all right to write positive stuff people will read your positive <laughs> you don't always have to be negative right like it's it's just the world's already negative enough right so let's see some positive stuff on some positive people that are playing doing their job on a nightly basis making a lot easier to do that this year well we're only into this year we can't go back to last year right like that's the problem 
And I thought to myself, like, Jason Kidd is doing, he's trying to fight an uphill battle here. And I know that he probably is being a little disingenuous here. He played a long time. He dealt with the criticism. He knows what kind of comes with the job. And he also knows that negative sells in our industry. And when he says, write a positive story, people will read it. I think the diehard Mavs fans might read it, but these reporters are hoping to appeal on a national level. And typically speaking, I can speak from my own experience. As someone who goes through content on a daily basis, I gravitate much more to the crap talking, the uh, what negative thing happened here and who reacted to it and why. That stuff is interesting to me. And I just have a feeling that a lot of people feel that way. But I wanted to bounce it off of you two. Like, is Jason Kidd completely fighting a losing battle trying to tell a reporter to start reporting on positive things? Uh, Dan Byer, what do you think? I don't know if it's a losing battle. I think that from Kidd's perspective is they're 11-6 and six on the season. They're in the uh, top echelon of the Western Conference, just two games back of the best record. But also, uh, two games... Uh, ahead of being in the eighth spot in the West, and I, I think that it's a way of, um, just trying to get recognition for them doing good things. He's probably not going to win the battle. I don't think that Tim McMahon is going to be like, you know what? That's right. Here's nine positive articles about the Dallas Mavericks. But I think that, uh, and I'm a fan that can find negative in anything. And I think that Jason Kidd is saying, hey, if we are doing good things, why? Can't we just at least get some recognition for that? And I think that this was the time to probably probably do that. Maybe you can do it if they continue to win in January and February, but you know, they do have a decent record now, so the timing of it allowed him to answer that question that way. I, I think there's a bunch of things to it. I think most coaches think that the media is only negative. I do think that there is a in the media there's the old if it bleeds, it leads. Right. That that negative does sell. But I would also point out that there's a lot of stories that come out about teams which can frankly be disingenuous on the positive side. Right. Where let's say it's only question on the positive. Um, And, you know, it's like Jason Kidd sits there and he's on it like it was easy to be negative last year because the thing the thing was a mess. Right. Wasn't it a mess? They traded away a bunch of their players. They brought in Kyrie. You know, Kyrie was already a prickly character. Then, you know, he played the market to go out and, and re-sign. Like, the thing wasn't great. Just didn't, you know. So there is some reality to the, hey, we kind of got to tell it like it is. And it's not always great. On the other hand, I do agree that there's ways in which you can tell a story and make it into a positive. Hey, man, they didn't always get along. They had to figure it out. Jason Kidd had to figure out how to coach differently. I don't know. Uh, where are you on a J Stu? I think it's just like um, I think that's more of a global thing too, um, and especially the last I don't know eight to ten years, we've learned kind of where the leg- legacy media kind of stands on this topic. Like, um, for better or worse, Trump sold. Trump got ratings, and most of the Trump stories were negative, um, and I think that was like the kind of national global example of um, these 
for-profit legacy media companies are going to give you what you're interested in hearing, not necessarily what's a great story. Um, and so as it pertains to the sports landscape, if Tim McMahon still works for ESPN, if he doesn't, then fact check me, but he's an ESPN reporter who is very much, very much works for a profit making entity, a media entity. And to get the clicks and to get the reads, he is likely going to skew negative and I, I just, I do, have do, to do, think do, that do Jason really Kidd knows that. Do you think that. that there's ever a conversation between his editor to be like, hey man, what are you working on? Oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm working on a story on the Mavericks. All right, we'll make sure it's negative because that's going to get more clicks. No, I think the conversation is, this is what I could report on. And they gives him a, a couple uh, selections. And I'm guessing the editor picks the one that's more sexy, which would be the more negative. I think so. Uh, I really do. And, and you brought up this point. Each team has its own website for positive stories. Uh, Kevin Ding, you know, he was he was uh, with the Register for a while. Mm-hmm. He works for Lakers.com. And if you want to read Kevin Ding, you can. It's all glowing stories about the Lakers, and you can go find that. And if you're a Laker fan, you probably do. But I'm guessing he gets a small percentage of the clicks on his stories that – Dan Wojcicki with the Times or whomever is is kind of covering the dirt gets you know yeah I mean Lee uh, what's this what was the guy's name Lee who used to write for Sports Illustrated now works for the Clippers yeah what's his last name Lee uh, oh, Jenkins was that yeah, Lee yeah, Jenkins yeah. totally disappeared off the face of the earth he was the guy who had all the great stories on the NBA long form stories on the NBA that's right and then. The Clippers hired him, and I, I know he writes for his website and tells these background stories, but I have you ever quoted one? I've never quoted one. And the other side of that is like um I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna point out his name here, this Jordan Schultz, who has kind of come on the scene in recent months, it seems, as a guy who's breaking news and whatnot. His his news tends to skew I don't know. I wouldn't say salacious, but he his news tends to get into the the dirty part of the of the of the sport, right? And he gets a lot of clicks for that. I don't know how, journalistically if he brings anything to the table that most of these guys do, but he seems to get a lot of run. And I think it's because of the nature of the the stories he covers. I agree. Mike, his thing is is just take the player's side and super positive. Right. Yeah, that's the, that's the sense that I got with it. Yeah, the Jordan yeah. comes from a pro player side of things. Yes, yes, and and sunshine and roses. Okay, so the question is, can you skew positive and survive as a writer? Dave Byer. <laughs> um, I was going to answer a different question. What but was the question, the question was, uh, I don't think Jason Kidd can win. I don't think he can win. Maybe he won that, he won that battle, but what's going to happen is those comments, when they go on a four-game slide, are going to actually be used against him as being thin-skinned or, see, that's why things aren't positive. So I think in the end, while well, I commend actually Jason Kidd for speaking his mind. And he did cuss a couple of times. You don't have to necessarily do that. Um, and I also think he took advantage of the platform 
in that scenario. I would believe you would have enough of a relationship with Tim McMahon to be like, you know, pull him aside, and be like, hey man, I'm just kind of noticed a lot of stuff is negative, and I think we got some really good stuff going on here. But you know, did it on that sort of platform. But I don't think that Jason Kidd can really win from this. I think it is a losing battle. Uh, yes, I would tend to agree with you. I, I don't even know why it's a fight that you pick. Because then when there is a positive story, like, well, they only wrote that because Jay Stu sure. did. Make yeah, that's it, a really right? good point. Yeah. Right. Uh, uh, Jay Stu, do you think he can win this battle? I, I, I definitely do not. And I even question how gen- – how, I think he's being disingenuous even even saying what he did last night. There's obviously a personal thing with him and this this writer. But, like, I, I honestly don't think – that he's, he thinks he could talk people into writing positive stories. But no, no, he can't win the battle, and I don't even know if he knows he can. And that is the Midway. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents... A new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Stuck Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. Daniel Jeremiah is going to join us in moments, and we'll get his thoughts on uh, on this story. Caleb Williams says he's entering the NFL draft will be a game time decision, right? And and I can't help but think 
that, like, look, this is what he's been able to do throughout his career since becoming a star at Oklahoma, which, remember, he dragged it out at USC, transferring to USC and following Lincoln Riley, where they waited, waited, waited. And, and I get that it brings some attention. And, you know, look, he can go back to school. Justin Herbert went back to school. Peyton Manning went back to school. Like, there's other, there are plenty of other quarterbacks who have gone back. Marcus Mariota went back for an additional season as well. The likelihood, though, is that you go, if you're going to be the number one overall pick, you go and you start that clock towards your second contract, which is the big contract. Some of this feels like, is he manipulating, trying to get to the team that he wants or whatever? But the leverage to coming back to college when this year didn't go great doesn't seem like a real one. And it feels like a need for attention. And that's uh, the opposite of what Colin Cowherd likes to say, quarterback in. Let's bring in Daniel Jeremiah, who, of course, uh, covers the NFL, covers the Chargers for their radio network. You hear uh, Move the Sticks is a great podcast. Uh, with Bucky Brooks on the NFL. And you see him on the NFL Network as well as he's their, he's their lead draft analyst for the NFL draft. Um, how, would, how do you think a league front office, a GM, or a president of football would react to Caleb Williams saying, it's game time decision if I'm going pro? Well, I, I think at the end of the day, talent wins. Um, and so, you know, look, if he ends up coming out, that's not going to be anything that, that uh, deters somebody from taking them with the first overall pick um, on that alone. I, you know, sometimes it's just that maybe the phrasing, you can use it differently. Um, mm-hmm. But in terms of the decision, I mean, you know, Andrew Luck, you mentioned Herbert. Like, there's been guys that have gone back. Luck would probably be the one that would be most comparable because he would have been the first pick in the draft had he come out that year. I think Carolina had the first pick in the pick Cam Newton. Um, but he decided to go back, and, and he had reasons for it. And there was no fanfare about it. He literally, um, you know, walked into the office and just said, hey, yeah, I'm coming back. And that was it. They just made a little statement, and then that was, was all she wrote. But, uh, um, it, you know, Doug, we can give a lot of lip service to, man, I wouldn't have said that, or how do you handle this? At the end of the day, it's a talent league, and talent always wins out. So if you think he's the guy, you take him. Okay. Um do you think the Bears, there's any way the Bears hold on to Justin Fields and then use those picks to put a better roster around him? I would be shocked. Uh, I would be absolutely, completely shocked. I just think you're talking about, you know, two quarterbacks in this class that just, uh, you know, arriving into the league with more pedigree than, than, uh, than Justin. And Justin's done some good things, but he hasn't shown enough that you would, you know, bypass the opportunity to reset the clock and then, See what you get, you know, for Justin. I, I went to this the other day, um, and you tell me what you think on this. But you know, when uh, when the Jets had that decision, which you can you can argue the way Zach Wilson turned out that maybe it was the wrong one, but they ended up getting a two, a four, and a six for Sam. And Sam Darnold's numbers, you know, they're not that different from Justin Fields' numbers. We pulled them all up. Um, so I, I don't know what the market would be for Fields, but I would say that's probably a, a decent uh, comp there that you'd get a second, a fourth, and a sixth for a team and the Bears that don't have a second-round pick because they traded it for Montez Sweat. Yeah, I mean, it's fascinating. And, again, remember, they have they have two first-round picks. Trade away their second, yep. which will you know be a high, high second-round pick. It's, it's really interesting. Any, like, there's rumors, again, that Harbaugh could be going back to the pros. If I propose to you, Carolina would give him autonomous control, but he's got to make Bryce work. Chicago, a place he played, he's a Midwestern guy. You get to pick your quarterback. 
or there's potential for the Raiders, the Commanders, or the Chargers where you have the quarterback, you have all the pieces, you just haven't won, and now all of a sudden the salary cap looks different once Justin's goes on the books. What's the best fit for Harbaugh? Well, in talking to the people around the league and people that know Jim really well, they all say the exact same thing, which I find fascinating, which is the best place for Jim Harbaugh is still Michigan. They, you know, there are people that think, you know, he hit lightning in a bottle a little bit with where the roster was in San Francisco when he got there. Um, but that his, his way of coaching is better suited for college where you get guys cycling through three or four years and that, that doesn't get stale and that message doesn't go uh, a little bit cold. So they all say that. And then I said, well, yeah, but if the, uh, there's a lot of people that think he wants to go back to the NFL. And they all said the exact same thing, which is the Raiders are the only team that will do it. Nobody else will do it. That's the only team that would do it would be the Raiders. Hmm. Uh, let's get into the National Football League because we saw some really interesting stuff over a really long Thanksgiving weekend in terms of games. Um, let's, let's go to the, the Ravens and Chargers. You've now seen the Ravens without Mark Andrews play, and you saw the Chargers. Let's start with a positive. With Can, can this Ravens team make a Super Bowl? without Mark Andrews? Well, the defense is, is really, really good. I would say in a normal AFC year, I don't think that this offense, and I, and I say that they've scored 30-plus points, five straight games coming into that game against the Chargers. But seeing it live with my own two eyes, um, I just, you know, it, without Mark Andrews, it, was not, it wasn't very impressive. And I would say in most normal years, there's no way they're going to be able to get to the gauntlet that they'd have to go through in the AFC with their offense at this level. Um, but I don't think Kansas City's really what they've been. Buffalo's not really what they've been. I don't, you know, Jacksonville, I know the record's great, but you don't know what you're going to get from them on a week to week basis. I could see them getting to a championship game. I, I still don't know that I would, I would feel comfortable saying that they would win it once they got there, but I think they can get to that level. Hmm. Okay. What about the Chargers? Uh, most people have given up. But they're, they're, I mean, they got Patriots this weekend, a game in which they should win. Any, any chance this thing uh, comes back together? It's, it's, a tall, it's a tall task. The schedule is actually you know, pretty friendly. Um, you've got the, the two tough games remaining would be uh, you know, a Buffalo team, but it's a home game. And then you also have Kansas City, which is the last week of the season. It's at home, and who knows if Kansas City is going to be playing all their dudes uh, at that point in time. So – that being said, they have to start with the first win, um, and it's just been so hard to come by for them to make the you know the winning plays and winning time. Um, they haven't been able to do that, but I you know I do think you can build some momentum if you, you win this game and and you kind of stare out to the future a little bit. You can still you can still dream. I don't know how realistic it is, Doug, but yeah, you're you're still alive. Mathematically alive. I just didn't know you. You know the emotions of that team because you see them every week. Whether or not they, yeah, played. it's beat down. It's beat down. I mean, there, there's no question about it. I mean, you're coming off of three, you know, heartbreak games with the Lions, the Packers, and the Ravens, where you had chances to win all three of those games, and you'd be sitting in a totally different place right now. So yeah, I'm, look, I'm curious to see what it looks like. You know, it's a long trip. Um, going to New England against a, a bad football team. It's a team you should be able to handle. So I, I'm, I'm curious, like anybody else would, you know, seeing how they respond and, and what they look like coming out in that ballgame that they should dominate. How has Denver done this? Well, they found the formula. They found the old, it's like they dusted off the old Russell Wilson formula, play great defense, be efficient, 
throwing it in the low to mid twenties. Um, uh, you know, finishing halves, finishing games when you have to. But you know, the defense has been the one that's that has gone a little unnoticed with what they've done over the last five games or so. I think they're averaging allowing like sixteen points a game after giving up thirty three a game. Obviously, the the big seventy point game for Miami factored in there the first five weeks. But uh, yeah, no, they're playing great defense and. I give uh, I give Sean Payton a lot of credit for kind of finding that formula. You know, they're not not trying to be ultra ultra aggressive offensively and letting the game come to them, and they're they're playing a defensive brand of football. Buffalo is just they've lost three out of four, yet they've scored 101 more points than their opponent. Like it just just it defies logic. Um, they no, have not three... to a Padre fan, not to a Padre fan. Doug. <laughs> it does not defy they, logic. They they've they have three remaining road games: Chiefs this weekend. Okay, they got Cowboys at home, at Chargers, at Dolphins, Patriots at home is is the one which you feel like, and not knowing what the Dolphins are going to do last week of the season, but can the Bills turn this thing around? Well, they can score points. You know, they got to buy. They got to try and get, you know, just kind of uh, gather themselves a little bit here and know that they're, you know, they've been playing a little bit better football and offensively they've, they've found their footing since the change at the coordinator with Joe Brady. So you've got a break here, see if you can get healthy, see if you can kind of get regrouped a little bit, and then you've got, you know, a, a tough two games right out the shoot after that bye. So we'll know. I mean, it is not not a uh, – it's not out of the realm of possibility when you have a quarterback that's that good and that talented. I mean, you go on the road and take the best team in football down to the very, very end where they needed a 59-yard kick to extend the game. I mean, they're, they're good enough. They're, they're absolutely good enough. Um, I think we'll see when they come out of the break if they've been able to kind of just, just calm everything down a little bit. There's been a lot of talk, the coaching change, a lot of turmoil, tough losses. They need a break. This bye probably is a pretty good time for them. Um, okay, I I think, I could be wrong, I think Jordan Love has, has changed some people's minds. But the important thing is the totality of the season. Because there's a good chunk of the season where Jordan Love was not good enough. So mm-hmm. if you're in the Packers, if you're Brian Gunnikens, What's your eval on what we want to do in the short in the in the post two thousand twenty three future with Jordan Love? Well, they're in on Jordan Love. I mean, just haven't been out there and talked to guys in their personnel department before the game against the Chargers. There, there, there was no wavering uh, there. They, they, they think he is just getting started. They think he does not get. Uh, too low when things are going bad. He's he's been really even keel. He's been the same guy each and every day that he showed up there. They they love him, Doug. And you know, this is before the Charger game, right? Which he just wasn't playing great. And then you know, Chargers kind of got him right. Has his first 300 yard game, then comes back and beats the Lions. And it's kind of a chicken egg thing, right? Where does the confidence? Are they confident in you because you're playing good? Or are you playing good because you're confident? Well, they they put all of their confidence in him, and I think you see that kind of paying off. Yeah, um, I, I'm 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 with you. You know, a confident quarterback. He looks like a different dude here recently, and they they have kind of reacted in kind. And you know, they have him under contract for like eight million next year as well. Yeah, and they nothing. and Aaron Rodgers' dead money comes off the books next year as well, so they can continue to put better pieces around him. Yeah, we talked about that too, um, and talking to those guys. Just the, the thing that's hard when you have a young quarterback and all of his skill position players are young. That's hard, man. You saw the leap that Josh Allen took uh, when Diggs came in there. You, you've seen it with with Herbert. I see it when with Keenan Allen there when he comes into the league. It's such a it's such a big deal for a young quarterback to have a steady, reliable veteran target. 
and he's thrown to a bunch of rookies and second-year guys there. So they're going to have money in this offseason, and as these young guys have all come along and developed, they're going to be able to supplement that, I think, with a, with a nice veteran weapon. So we'll see what that looks like. Yeah, I, I don't know if you, you – you can tell me if you agree with this. Aaron Rodgers is back practicing, and, like, you're looking at that team, you're like, man, why would you come back and play when you're not going to make the playoffs? Or it seems very, very far-fetched. My response is, well, because Aaron Rodgers is that guy that wants to do something just because you said he can't do it. Yeah. Fair? I think I would not only say fair, it's accurate. I mean, yeah, I mean, he's um, two things. He's ultra, ultra competitive, right? He always, he always kind of feels slighted and he's going to, he's going to try and prove people wrong. And then, and not to say that you can't have team success when you're focused on individual success, because obviously you play well individually, the team benefits. But I always feel like I've always heard Aaron talk more about MVPs than Super Bowls. Um, and this is kind of an individual thing, right? Is this the best thing to take this risk for the New York Jets in a season where they're not going anywhere? No. But it's a it's a nice feather in his cap to do something that hasn't been done before. So I just think that's kind of the way he's wired. Not not to say that it doesn't the team doesn't benefit from somebody who's individually focused like that, but I think that's what it is. Yeah. Yep. DJ, awesome stuff, man. Thanks so much for joining us. Love your work. Enjoy having you on. Appreciate you. All right. Are you going to send me a gift basket when Soto gets traded to kind of comfort me here? What, what, what are you doing for me? Be a good friend. I mean, do you want him to be traded? We don't have any pitching. How the heck are we going to fill the pitching staff? We don't have any money, and then we don't have any pitching. So he's got yeah, to go. I, I, yeah, borrowing $50 million does not seem like a, a great – we always, always wondered, like, where's all this Padres money coming from? And turns out they don't have any. That's, that's an well, interesting you, you know, do you know? Do you know real quick? Do you know the angle that doesn't get discussed when you read those articles? Which I know people read it. They must have just missed this because they always say they they needed fifty million dollars. Doug, they asked for a hundred. They only gave them fifty. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? What does That's it say worse. when your credit? Like, no, 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 you're only good for fifty. Like, really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so what happens if you default on that payment? Do they give you 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 lose the team? I don't know. I just know that I my I got my my parents have their tickets, so I'm gonna go see whatever they got. But uh, you know, we're, I buy. I guess I gotta buy a couple more diet cokes if we can keep this thing afloat. No question about it. You're the best, DJ D- Daniel Jeremiah, the one lone remaining uh, Padre <laughs> fan out there. Who, of course, you can you can watch move the uh, listen to move the sticks. Watch them on the NFL Network or listen to them to call Charger games. DJ, you're the best. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, bud. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're doing great. The Doug Gottlieb Show comes to you live from the comes to you live from the Tyrac.com studios. Let's get to our progressive play of the day. Herter swings to the right side to Monk. Attacks the baseline. Jab step. Now he keeps the dribble alive. Gets in the paint. Tough fall away. Bank shot is good. Malik Monk somehow banks it home. 124-123 Kings. Here's Curry. He'll try to get a shot off to win it. It's on the way. It's front rim short. The Sacramento Kings will advance in most dramatic fashion. It's 124-123 and full-blown late season pandemonium rings at Golden One Center. Fans on their feet waving the rally towels. KDHK, the Kings Radio Network with the call. The Kings beat the Warriors 124-123. By the way, Clay Thompson wide open when Steph Curry took that shot. That's our progressive play of the day. Progressive is making things even easier. They help you bundle your home and car insurance together. You can save on both or more progressive.com or call 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. Let's get to the press. The press. What do you have? Dan Byer? Doug, we start out in the Steel City where the Steelers got a win last Sunday. They broke a streak of 58 games of not having 400 yards of total offense. They finally outgained an opponent. Everything was great for Pittsburgh except for wide receiver Deontay Johnson, who had a touchdown erased off the board because of a missed call by the officials. But even worse... Worse was then spotted not attempting to do anything on a play where the Steelers fumbled. It was recovered by the Bengals, and Johnson just stood there. Today, Johnson apologized to his teammates. He also apologized to reporters for his actions for not doing anything in that situation. Well, I mean, everybody's seen that video, and obviously the apology is needed. I mean, it's, I would say this my thing was like, dude, cut him, make him walk home. Sure. I mean, or greyhound him home. 
But, uh, I mean, it's one of the things that social media and the coverage of the NFL actually does is it exposes this stuff to where, like, in previous you – know, you go back 20 years ago, no one would have known. I don't think anybody would have known. Now every, everybody knows that play. So you're on, like, double-secret probation, man, especially with a team like the Steelers. Your favorite tradition, Doug, the one-day contract. That's what Deshaun Jackson is going to sign with the Philadelphia Eagles as he is going to retire as an Eagle on Friday and then be the team's honorary captain in their game against the Niners on Sunday. Um, Crazy talented player. Unbelievable speed. uh, Bit of a pain in the ass, right? That's how you would describe him. Also, was it twice or just once he dropped the ball before going in the end zone celebrating? <laughs> you know, I I know of the one for sure in Dallas, yeah. um, and and it ended very poorly in Philadelphia, where uh, Chip Kelly ran him off, right? And there were stories of the guys that he was surrounding himself with. So, but somehow he comes back, signs a one day contract, and all that's forgotten, I guess. So he'll uh, he'll be uh, on the sidelines in Philadelphia on Sunday against the Niners. And how about this with New England? It appears Mac Jones is out of a starting job yeah. and not taking any reps. Bailey Zappi getting the first team reps for the Patriots. Today. Wasn't even getting any second team reps either. Yeah, Malik Cunningham got those. Yeah, and, and Malik Cunningham, like both Bailey Zappi and Malik Cunningham, have both been cut by the Patriots this year. That is, it's the weird. I what I would love to know what real, and I'm sure it's about contract adjustments or whatever and salary. But imagine that, like a guy who you spent a first round draft pick on, and then two guys who you had, and then you cut and then brought back, and now your starter is third string and he's dead man walk and he'll be a backup the rest of his career. News just in that Duke quarterback Riley Leonard has entered the transfer portal. Multiple reports saying going uh, to Notre Dame. That's what they're saying. Yeah, it's interesting, right? Last year, Notre Dame's quarterback this year from Wake Forest. Now they get to raid the ACC and get Riley Leonard, who's a good quarterback, obviously got hurt in that. Didn't he get hurt in the Notre Dame game? Um, yeah, it was one of those uh, primetime games. Yeah. 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 They had a couple this year. In yeah. Clemson early on. And then he was didn't want to show up for class. Remember, he was or tried or tried to get an extension on his paper. That's what it was. Uh, one other uh, note to pass along from the world of college athletics: Angel Reese back with LSU had a four game absence. Kim Mulkey, the head coach, called it locker room issues. She will return tomorrow night to play against number nine Virginia Tech. I w- I'm going to tune in to see the game, but I you know I can't see her. <laughs> yes, yeah, the Cena, the Cena. Yeah. Yes, Newport Beach, California police are saying that they continue to investigate the alleged relationship between Thunder forward Josh Giddy and a minor. The Oklahoman did some investigations, saying that Giddy, who trains in Orange County, did receive two traffic tickets during his time there in the summer of 2022. I mean, that's some hardcore reporting right there. Like, listen, we got nothing for you on the girl. But traffic tickets, he's got two. And traffic tickets, he's got two. And I can tell you, in Newport Beach, you can get tra- traffic tickets, especially on on PCH, where people are drag racing down that sucker. But yeah, he trains with Jordan Lawley in Irvine. Yeah. So that that's the latest on that investigation. But the uh, they are aware, and the police department, in their statement, said they're seeking additional information and pursuing all leads and evidence to obtain the facts to the case. Mm-hmm. End quote. 
We've got an answer, Doug, on the 2030 Winter Olympics. At least we think we do. And the 2034 Winter Games. French Alps going to host the games, we believe, in 2030. While Salt Lake City, Utah, will get the games again in 2034, if approved this summer by the IOC. But right now, both sites... My memory's pretty good. Wasn't there a big scandal last time Salt Lake City got them? I think that there was always a scandal, but... I think for how well that they, they you know, did. came I mean, off in 20, 2002, amazing. yeah. I, I love Utah. I, I, I love Utah. The, it'll be it'll be fine. But I just remember there being a scandal last time. And now they're doing it a little differently. They're not having host cities try to bid. They, they'll end up choosing one of the cities and then work with that site, just kind of like they did for, uh, I believe it was Brisbane, Australia, for the summer games. Uh, coming up in 2032, but the 2030 and 2034 Winter Olympics a likely set. Sweden could get one after that, and that's the press. Hey, get out there and press. That was the press. Uh, it's the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Got some picks for you. College basketball, big games tonight. Tennessee, Carolina, and Duke goes to Arkansas. Those of us who are old enough remember, 1994 National Championship game, right? Scotty Thurman hit the game winner. That was it. And we'll talk about the podcast, available now. It's Doug Gottlieb Show. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Traveling for one of the big conference tourneys in Nashville or Minneapolis this March? Do yourself a favor. Stay at Graduate Hotels, Bridgestone Arena, Target Center. Their hotels are close to both tournament venues. So why would you stay anywhere else? I love staying at the Nashville location, and I'll be at the Minneapolis location for the Big Ten Championship. And if you're one of my listeners, you can save 30% off with the promo code DUG. That's DUG, D-O-U-G. Good at any Graduate Hotels location, up to 30% off. How do you do it? Really simple. Book today at graduatehotels.com. 